Welcome back to Giving Angels Their Wings. This is your host, Michael O'Quarrie. Today we'll be talking about Talify. The business model that we should not be thinking of is companies that try to offer vertical integration. Think of Walmart where they're producers. If you want to make a good for Walmart, you have to go to Bensonville make a case and then if they like you you'll get to move to Arkansas you heard that right Walmart will make you move to Bensonville, Arkansas you want to talk about vertical integration at its worst that's what you got those types of business models are antiquated it takes a long time to generate or bottom up command of resources needed. This is obtained by finding a place in the value chain that you can improve on. So what are some parts of the value chain that can be innovated on? Well, it depends on the industry. Generally speaking, there's three stages that digital channels face. There's acquire, getting the customers to know who you are whether it be online traffic or finding them online and letting them know about your business. There's Acquire, but then there's Anchor, which is where you really get a product sold. So the path that takes a customer from hearing of you to actually making that buy decision And then the final stage is the retain piece. And it refers to the ability to generate recurring revenue. Not all businesses have this need, but there's always more to be had if you can get customers to come back for more and refill their good or service. So these are the key points that any business, especially in the digital world, will face. The innovation in any particular sector will depend on the nuances, but this should be uh, improved on in increasingly digital ways. As lessons are learned, those can be modified and scaled. In this great land of opportunity, one of the biggest successes in the last 20 years has been not Facebook, Apple, or Amazon, but the biggest new entrant in the tech space has been a software provider to businesses known as Salesforce. And they've been anything but surgical. In fact, they've just been gobbling up anybody in their wake. The key to their success, as always, is choosing the right customer. They looked at sales organizations as having a lot of budget fluff that they could uh, use to spend on developments and improvements to their processes. They made it free to use and try out and because the sales community was able to incorporate it 
this particular tool is addressing the desire for control of a process and the frustration of managers and they don't need to address it in person anymore if they could track their updates and ultimately redesign the uh, the bottlenecks so that stuff could get done more efficiently and it just just the other day it launched a uh, campaign for crowdfunding so we're all in luck this has the potential to just blow up across industries and they've been really smart about it they've given it away for free just like Salesforce did when they were starting out and then as as fast as they've been able to grow their focus has been on uh, working with businesses to understand the particular needs that they would have such as the metrics of bottlenecks that I was referring to earlier as well as some of the um, ability to integrate with other platforms and so this has enabled them to craft a product that can compete with the business process improvement tools of the day and outpace them by means of its flexibility and appeal to managers worldwide huge success and spawned numerous developmental companies to tailor the product to whatever industry needed it. So it was one of the first of its I was reading some interesting stats about software as a service companies. So there's 40% growth on average. That means these companies are exploding. The high growth companies offer five times the return to shareholders as the low growth companies. So if they're above that 40%, it's just gonna deliver tremendous returns to your portfolio. So that's the key thing to watch, is what company could possibly grow at more than 40% per year. And this is where these this niche is just taking off. So even if you don't know everything about it, putting your money in that sector is bound to deliver great returns. Half of these companies that deliver more than 60% are going to become multi-billion dollar software enterprises. You heard that right. Half of the companies in this sector, as far as the new entry, they're the ones, uh, they're, they're really big in the um, business to business uh, opportunity because they make <coughs> software for salespeople is why I call it sales. Uh, okay. But, um, but what they, what they did was relative anybody who they think they can merge into their platform. So what they do is uh, they have 
It's called software as a service. And software as a service is basically just a subscription based software model. And it's <laughs> so if you want to use the software, it's not like a set of disks. It's just, in, it's like residing on the cloud. Huh. And then whenever, whenever they, um, whenever you like from a revenue standpoint, because once they build it, it's essentially any new customers are pure profit. Yeah, that's true. So, so one of the things that I've been tracking is like, how do the, how do these sorts of companies get started? Because the profit margin is huge and really appealing. But then if you layer in the fact that they're growing ridiculously fast, it's like unstoppable as far as optic growth and high profit. It's a win-win. And yeah. one of the nice things is that uh, companies like that are generally, the reason that I feel like they're growing so fast is that they're, like, I think it's sustainable because they're replacing something else. So in other words, like businesses, if they are trying to find a, uh, an improvement, they're going to be evaluating their software buying something new and then getting rid of the old stuff. So because of the, this uh, company offered like free licenses to start off, it got everyone hooked. And then yeah. once they were on it, what happened is, um, you know, they switched to growth strategy because trying to convince people to part with their money is hard, but these businesses are already spending the money on their operations they're just funneling it differently. Huh. That's why I'm a fan of B stuff because really thinking about what companies could um, be by Salesforce as like a quick as like quick exit for something that we're going to invest in that was my initial reason for paying close attention to them but then mm -hmm. recently i have found another company that i think is following a similar path as them but in a different area so that's what caught my eye recently and so when I say a similar path, basically Salesforce identified an area of the industry that had a lot of uh, control over their budget because like salespeople generally are just paid commission and then they get some leeway as far as what tools that they want to use. And mm -hmm. if they hit their targets, then they get their commission. They're not held to the same. Well, so I've, I've been looking into I, they're like spending money uh, haphazardly almost. Yeah. Where it, it like talks to all this different um, software to enable easier execution of these uh, workflows. And then what I can do is like track how long it takes people to do stuff so that I know if the project length is going to miss its 
Okay. I can just tweak it. So then the next person who adopts it, it's like a, it's like a flexible document. So that's, it took me a long way to talk, a long time to explain it. But what I'm getting at is like, well, of all industries, to this company's learning over the last And so mm-hmm. they've gotten tons of people to use it in actual jobs. So that's given them all this info on people's pain points and tries to address them with different features. So that's why I feel like it's going to be so successful is that they've put it on the street and had people using it. So even though it's not going to be perfect for everybody, it's going to be like a lifesaver for me. And I'm just imagining there's all these other, uh, again, just kind of managers of various types who would want to take this because it enables them to like redefine some of these processes without having to be on people's back all the time. Like, Hey, you know, you shouldn't have done this that way. It's just, it's hard to do that kind of work because mm-hmm. no, so yeah, like putting it in a, in a, in a cool tool that everyone will want to use because it makes their life easier too. It just facilitates like not only for the business, but it's a relatively painless way to like improve the performance of individuals. So yeah, I feel like it's got a huge potential and it's the same kind of strategy. Like it's a subscription based software. And what's this one called? Um, Talify. Okay. T A L L Y F Y. And here's some, I'll um, have that free service for a long time. How long has that been going on? uh, For like the last year and a half. That's a, that's a good amount of time. Okay. Yeah. So they, so they've been doing a ton of, uh, and it like from a, from someone who does this type of work of like managing people's processes, this is kind of like the dream. I would love to be able to just see how people actually use the tools. Yeah. And that, so that's what they've been doing is they've been like gathering information on all of that to be able to redesign it. Wow. That's really nice. That, but, <clears throat> Okay. All right, so, yeah, so they, they kind of rope them in. Like, I, I was just blown away by how well it would work for, for my situation. I'm just talking about my, I guess, my department. Like, it doesn't actually, ex- wouldn't, to all the aspects of the organization, because we've got, like, these clunky systems, and re- redefining to- those is, like, a bigger task. Wow. I think that it's, um, as far as pitching the numbers go, like it, it would be good if we could have a few more weeks to allow them to report like their first month of paid users. But I'm just going to keep an yeah, eye. Sure. But I've been looking at a bunch of them just to, you know, hone my, uh, my thought process and I've come up with like a, a punch list that I'm evaluating with so, so it's kind of like three things that are 
Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. So I, I don't really have to go through them all in detail, but there's basically like three categories. There's the industry, there's the company, as far as um, how digital it is, because that's like the area that's experiencing exponential yeah, growth right now. That's a good point. And then, and then it's also more more appealing for acquisition. And because if, if a company has zero assets, like as far as I, we talked about yeah. that last week, that's just more more appealing. And then the third thing is just um, making sure that it's a new idea, because <laughs> if it's already out there, um, there's really no sense. If it's like an established industry and it's already there's already plenty of companies that do it, then why why would these people succeed? So those are like the three big things. Um, and obviously, this one is really. Um, kind of being handed to us on a silver platter as far as the digital side of things because that's the sort of company I've been targeting all along is ones that are in this space and I think the potential for this one is just enormous um, especially looking at their valuation it's only 11 million and that's been like pretty close to a lot of the other companies that I've seen out there. And a lot of them haven't, don't really have the same potential. So I just think it's a steal. Just got to figure out how much I can plunk down. Regular, uh, regular constraints as a lot of um, typical employees are. Yeah. So, so, so that, that by attacking that segment of the industry, with um, with something that could like be adopted rather seamlessly because it was free, like they caught on really fast, and you know now they're just killing it. So, so anyways, this new company is strategy because they're appealing to entrepreneurial managers so and a lot of uh, small and medium business sized businesses where they have uh, workflows with people that they want to be able to adapt rather quickly like this software enables them to do it without having to retool everything over the course of like meetings and then um, like discussion of in what they're doing now because what the tool does is it's a way to document workflows and not just like work one-time workflows but any sort of process that they have so it's like business process redesign but in a super user-friendly hmm. tool i always uh i've always been a fan of this because like while you're waiting for your pizza it'll tell you if it's being if the dough is being rolled out or like whatever stage the pizza making is in. And so it just gives the customer some idea of what's happening while they're waiting for that delivery. So that way, like they have, they feel like they have more control over the process. Now, um, this kind of 
abstracts the crucial components from tons of businesses and then gives them like greater visibility as those processes are being executed. So for example, people will use Excel spreadsheets all the time. Yeah. And and like basically my role consists of directing them how to use the spreadsheets. But not all of it has to be done in a spreadsheet. That's just the final output of their work. So what I would what I would love to do is to just extract components of that process that don't need to be in the spreadsheet and from this tool so that I can spreadsheet and literally copy and paste it into another one so I can double check. Huh. And that's a royal pain to do all the time. Yeah. So if I could just structure it, so for instance, this tool would like give me the ability to um, take out step five, let's say, and then they would, they would basically know at the beginning of step five, like here's their homepage for this tool. And they would, it would outline the process. And then they, as they go through it, they would just click a button and then it would alert me that they're fulfilling that task benefit to them is that they can instantly like as they're typing their uh um their steps of as they're filling it out if they like have a question they could just type like hashtag mica comma whatever and then i would instantly get a notification because it's like connected to email so that's just an example of how flexible this tool is for the time runs out Hey, Joe, are you still there? I can't hear you anymore. Can you hear me? Oh, there you are. Yeah. Is there a, is there a minimum buy-in? That one's only 100, believe it or not. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Huh. And then so... I'm does this kind of like replace Excel or does it kind of just like add some type of monitoring system? Cause I mean, if it's, if it's replacing a lot of the tools that come with Microsoft, uh, I think that might be a struggle to like get it out there. That's a great question. Um, so <clears throat> the, the company time on, um, figuring out like the pain points again, that the companies really had. So they haven't really tried to develop something that's been lacking from their arsenal, but they're just trying to add weapons and helping with the, um, I think more than anything, it's the uh, way that like, for example, files are used in combination. So this is like a central repository and communication hub for, for a process. Whereas those individual files, if you, so far as you, um, the, uh, the finer elements of the process is just a way to unite them into one. And, um, one of the things that's super appealing is that they're, in progress of making like mobile apps that'll have close to full functionality. So 
that's like kick ass for me just thinking of like well if i wanted to um check on the status of people while i'm in a meeting i can just see it right there and then if they have questions they can like ping me and so it's whereas now if i wanted to do something in excel that's something i yeah need to that's a good computer point for. so it it just kind of frees up my time a little bit more yeah well a lot more honestly um and then it's because there's fewer like manual touch points, like it kind of enables me to um, do more in general. So I'm not spending as much time on the, uh, on the repetitive stuff. Cause it just enables you to like tweak things, but then not do the whole project from scratch again. Yeah. That's a good point. But, um, but I think it also like, a lot of the Excel stuff is um, available now through True. Google Docs, which is pretty much free software. Yeah. So it doesn't have as much functionality as the Excel files, but it's pretty close to it. So, for example, if this is just me thinking of, I mean, I could talk about my job, but it's pretty boring <laughs> for both of us. <laughs> so. But the bottom line is that I'm thinking restructure it so I wanted to get rid of Excel, I think it would make sense if this tool is um, everything that is cracked up. Okay. I like the sound of that. Well, I, I wanted to mention um, just before I forget about... Um, Oh yeah, so because it's kind of displacing other software, like that's the cool thing is um, like Google Docs would be able to handle a lot of it. And they're actually one of the top ranked uh, Google results for if you search process management nice. software. Okay, great. So, so they're really high up there um, just due to organic search um, optimization on their site so yeah they're doing something right for sure it's, uh, yeah it's um, huge potential mm -hmm. okay and I, I um, yeah still want to evaluate it and just find what out about them like a couple days ago just tracking it and make sure we don't miss a boat just tracking yeah, it and make sure they, we don't miss uh, the uh, when do they open up funding, funding? Ground. Um, they opened, I think they opened up like a week or two ago, and then there are and how much are they trying to raise? To like two hundred grand. So okay, wow, okay, um, yeah, it's going pretty fast. Um, yeah, but anyways, um, yeah, there's a couple that I'm great. couple different versions of it. Mm -hmm. Like there's the basic and the pro. So I'm gonna download the basic, and then I'm talking to my IT group about wow. exploring the pro one. That that'll be really exciting. You could see it firsthand, and that that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. And the key is to get as many people in my group to use it That's as possible, it. so that um, mm -hmm. we get the full the full testing. Yeah. Well, let me know way. how that goes. I hope you guys are able to get it all figured out and uh, are able to use that at your work. Yeah, that'd be great. 
yeah, and then if I convince them to use it, then uh, exactly right. Like money you know, maybe you could cr- maybe you could be on the <laughs> cutting edge of creating the new company standard for micromanaging your employees. Who knows? <laughs> could do both of one fell swoop. <laughs> Obviously, I'm trying not to micromanage. So that's why. Like yeah, yeah. it's perfect. It allows for that. me to just stay out of their hair. Yeah, you get to see what their progress is without breathing down their neck. It's it's like a win win for all situations. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so um I'll keep you up to date on that. Um wish you the best, man. I hope you have uh, some time to think through things on your end. Thanks. Um yeah, I've got some time, so and obviously we got um plenty to look at so I'm happy to talk whenever if you want to talk shop or talk what talk obviously about uh, whatever you want to do so thanks um, yeah I'm I'm trying to stay a little more busy um, but yeah if you give me a little heads up if you want, I'm fine with talking as much as you want just give me a heads up so I oh, have yeah. my phone ready no, that sounds good. Uh, I've certainly got a lot of things I want to run by you. I just want to, um, yeah, I'll just let you know in advance, see if you're free. Yeah, I mean, um, most likely I will be. I just, I prefer to be hands-free when I'm on the phone, so I just need to get, like, my, my headphones yeah. ready, you know? Um, yeah. Um. You okay over there? Sneezing? What's that? Are you okay over there? Sounded like you were sneezing or something. Hello? Okay. <laughs> Good. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I'll have to, I'll have to give you a call again soon. But um, the success in a big way are... Uh, also pretty big now we're not going to know that before we sign up but that's why i want i was hoping Mm -hmm. to get like a month worth of numbers just to see what sort of traction they're getting because we don't want to miss that anyways uh i just want to see how well they integrate with like excel and some other thing as i evaluate Is digital the only space that you want to operate in? It would probably enhance and sharpen your skills if you can learn from the methods used to evaluate other sectors. You'll actually increase your odds of cash flow in the short term by focusing on those digital companies it's probably a better bet than going after companies that are going to be targeted specifically by Salesforce or Facebook because you'll be, you'll be going after 
the ones that are going to be gobbled up by somebody, even if that big player isn't who you think it is going to be in a few years. Making a smooth transition into different sectors can either be done by finding really big investments or diversifying. And I wonder if there's any downside to growth if you have prospects in multiple sectors that are probably limited upside. I think finding ones that go across sectors is really the biggest bang for your buck. But there's always going to be people out there who are willing to invest in the companies that are still going to be uh, big for one industry. It's just the amount of scale that you're seeking. If you find those big players double, triple, quadruple down. I learned an interesting lesson today when I was about to pull the trigger on a company that I thought was in a growing sector, had all the right digitization in place. And then I discovered something on the About Us section. It was a comment made by a former CTO of the company. And I had initial research done that made me somewhat uh, more willing to b believe what she's saying because I was already reading their management uh, a little lower than normal but then when I found out that they had around their second CTO after being around for only a couple of years made me doubt their ability so this company is called Lendo and they are in the uh, fintech space offering small loans and a peer-to-peer -peer network. But not only a peer-to-peer -peer network, but also one that has a pretty robust enterprise side to enable credit checking as well as all sorts of information available while being still anonymous on the lender's side, excuse me, on the borrower side. It does offer a lot of data points that enable lenders to make better decisions, but wound up being potential risk. So Telephone has some cool features that I wanted to point out that enable a rapid adoption really hands-on training to map some existing processes that the organization feels are repeatable so that they can ensure compliance and be very structured. 
eventually these can all be tracked. Someone makes an ad hoc change, but currently um, they're working on adding that into their product. So they've made a lot of uh, product updates, which has been nice, so that every time I use the tool, I feel like they've added more features that make it easier to use, but it's still not overwhelming, and you can organize your processes in the folders so that it's still a worthwhile hub because it's all visible in one sheet, and you can drill down as needed into more of your processes. So they're making harder and harder to consider alternatives. So they're doing a good job on the user side. You want to study the symptoms to make sure that you're familiar with each one and have in advance uh, the investment date. And then that way you may pull the trigger if it meets your criteria for product market fit and a unique idea.